Hey everyone, just a quick note before we get into this evening's bonus episode. The episode tonight is dealing with a family that took a trip down to Walt Disney World when the DVC resorts opened, so ahead of when the parks and the other resorts opened. And we wanted to bring this information because we know there's a lot of people out there who are interested in hearing what the experience is like in the parks post-COVID. But with that said, we also wanted to say that the decision about whether or not you and your family need to visit or want to visit Walt Disney World is really uniquely personal. And I think it's something that you have to decide for yourself based on your own safety. Uh, I know that our family is not really interested in getting back to the parks anytime soon, but we know there are other families that are. And as they do, we would like to hear their stories and share those stories about either going to the Disney parks or even sailing on Disney Cruise Line when it's up and running. But we just didn't want to leave the impression that we're encouraging folks to head to the parks or not at this moment in time. That's got to be a decision you make for yourself. With that, we just want to say we hope all of you are staying safe and healthy out there. We appreciate you listening to tonight's show. So on to the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to a special bonus edition of the DCL Duo podcast. And today we've got with us Brittany, and Brittany and her family took a very recent trip down to the Polynesian Resort during the sort of limited reopening period that was going on at Walt Disney World. And so we wanted to have Brittany on the show to talk about what it was like staying at the Poly during this period. So welcome, Brittany. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. So you, your family took a trip down to the Polynesian, and it sounds like you were staying on some DVC points from a friend or family member. How long did you go down for? Yeah. So my family had points that they had banked from a previous year and they were going to expire. So it was kind of a use them or lose them situation. And we went down for six days. Six days. Okay. Well, that's a pretty good stay. Yeah. I'm a DVC member myself, so I can appreciate the expiration issue. Well, Walkers, I know you drove down. Is that right? You didn't fly down. You drove down? Correct. Where, yeah. where were you coming from? We were coming from Pennsylvania, pretty close to Philadelphia. What was the trip down like? Was it stressful at all during this period? It was weird. So things in Pennsylvania are still pretty strict as far as COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. But the further south we went, we found that people were not as strict personally using like masks and other forms of protection. Mm-hmm. Like if a store said outside that they needed to have a mask prior to coming in, you could still go in and see. We felt like the outsiders being the only ones wearing the masks in those situations. So that was, yeah, it was a little weird at some places. And those were more mainly like we took I-95. So they were mainly just like gas stations off of the main route. We never felt unsafe. We stopped in Georgia. So we drove from Pennsylvania to Georgia and we stayed the night there, felt safe in the hotel. And then we finished the drive to Lake Buena Vista. And it was you and and how many others were with you? My mom and my two sisters were also there. And so you get down to Disney World. I assume it felt much emptier than you might otherwise experience uh, just even driving in. But what, what was that like? It was very surreal driving in to see the, the major roads within the resort were largely empty. There was an occasional bus because the busing had just be- begun from like the resorts to Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, we drove past the Magic Kingdom entrance to get to the Polynesian and it was blocked off by cop cars. And so that was super weird, too, to see how empty some of the areas were. 
Well, so you got to the Polynesian. At this point, the the parks aren't open. So you're kind of going for more of a resort stay. What was the, I guess, you know, pulling up to the Polynesian, what was your first sort of reactions? Well, our security guard was friendly as always. Like the security at Fang to always be very welcoming. And so we got the usual welcome home. We went, we didn't have magic bands with us, but we were supposed to pick them up. And so we drove to the Great Ceremonial House, which is their check-in area. And we were directed to go right to our room instead. And so we did go directly to our room on the My Disney Experience app. It gave us the information as to what room we were in. And then from there, we walked over to the main check-in area to pick up our magic bands after the fact. And so I would imagine it'd be a little confusing if you didn't know that you can unlock the room with My Disney Experience to not have your magic band beforehand. But it was pretty simple. I'm just curious, like from start to finish, were, were the cast members mostly wearing wearing masks or not? Yes, they were all wearing masks. Even at the check-in areas, they have plexiglass to separate them from the guests. And that's the same at all dining areas and the same in the stores near the cash registers. So did you have to go through, so you went and visited the front desk check-in at, at the Poly. So they had, they had plexiglass up and people were wearing masks. Was there, was there anything else noticeable that they had sort of, or that you noticed that, that seemed to be a, a you know, a result of, uh, of COVID? Well, if one of the first things we noticed, which is a silly thing, but they weren't handing out lays, which they normally <laughs> do, which is, um, which is very understandable right now. But other than that, the, uh, they had floor markings, so they had a queue to get to guest services at that front check-in, but there were floor markings asking for you to stand in certain places to remain distant from any other parties. The main lobby was still open for everybody to lounge and whatever there, but there were signs on all of the tables saying, like, please socially distant yourself six feet away from anybody else. So there were constant reminders of what you were supposed to be doing, but I was happy to see that the lobby was still like a welcoming environment. And did you find people were mostly respecting that? And, you know, what was the mask situation like with the guests? You, you noted going down that people weren't necessarily always wearing masks at the places you stopped. But what was it like on property? It was better than I anticipated. I read some horror stories about Disney Springs and I can talk about Disney Springs later, but mm-hmm. the poly itself, people were respecting wearing the masks. There were a couple instances where... So there were so few people there because only the DVC section is open and not the regular hotel section. And so if someone was walking really far away, sometimes they had their mask down and would pull it up when they saw another group was coming near them. The weirdest area was the pool area, uh, especially in the main pool. That was uh, because you don't need your masks for the pool area. And they have said that, like Disney has said that. Mm -hmm. And The seats were all socially distant away, but it was still a little weird. They were doing some recreation activities in which parties could get closer to each other and no one was wearing a mask because of being in the pool area. So like trivia and bingo and things like that is still going on pretty status quo. And so that was a little... I don't know how you do that differently other than not having those activities. Right. But we did walk by a movie showing. They're still doing that on the main lawn. And everyone was like pretty far apart for that. Everyone seemed to understand that if you were choosing to go to Disney, like you're also choosing to follow the rules that Disney has set forth. I'm curious, did they have you like sign anything or agree to anything when you showed up on property? 
I didn't. And I was surprised. So the My Disney Experience app says you have to read this before you go, but there was no like checking it off or click here to agree. Mm -hmm. It was just a message on MDE saying you recognize that you could be exposed to COVID, but and you're taking those risks. And so you mentioned some of the activities that were available. I'm curious, did you see anything, I mean, aside from the parks being closed, which would be the biggest indicator, but, you know, anything at the resort level that, you know, you're used to seeing as an activity that just wasn't available? So there were some things like the, some nights they have like a fire pit on the beach and mm-hmm. that wasn't happening. Yeah. There weren't a whole lot of people on the beach in general, which was a little surprising. The pool wreck was basically status quo. I would be very curious. So I don't think the Polynesian has a community hall. So I'd be curious to know what's happening at other resorts that do have that and how they're working those other recreational activities. Mm-hmm. Also, the water sports were an option. And so that was noticeable. That's something my family usually likes to take part in. Like the rental equipment and that kind of stuff? Yeah, like the that you can do right on Bay Lake. Right, 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 right. And um, Seven Seas, yeah. I know you don't know for sure, but, you know, how full did the resort seem? I'm sure that they're not filling it, to be perfectly clear, but but how full did it seem? How many people did you think you you encountered? That is hard. When we first checked in, we checked in on Wednesday. So that was two days after the resorts had just reopened. Mm -hmm. And it was very empty, very noticeably empty then. The main pool was empty. The quiet pool was empty. As the week went on, though, more and more people kept coming. We had neighbors. We could hear them. And we could hear them on the balcony, too. I think they're filling certain floors. Seemed to me that they're filling, at the poly at least, the first and third floor. At the Grand Floridian, you could see at night what lights were on, and it seemed like they were doing the first, fifth, and sixth floor. And so I think they might be doing it that way. In But it did get crowded, to answer your original question. It got, the pool area was very normal feeling on the weekends, a little too normal feeling in regards to numbers. There were probably, there might have been 100 people in that area, and it's not a huge pool area. The capacity, not everyone was in the pool. But in that general area, it was just, there were a lot of people. We made a choice to move to the quiet pool at that point, which was a lot less in numbers. We haven't talked about your room at all. How was the room? Did you feel like it had been like freshly cleaned and, you know, all of that sort of stuff? It was a little dusty. That could be from just sitting there for a while. But the room itself, I felt like it was clean. The remote was in a little bag to signify it had been clean. All of the dining materials. So normally there are plates available and mugs and such. Everything was single use and individually wrapped. So they had paper plates, but they were all the single use and they were all individually like plastic bags. Oh, wow. So yeah, that was very interesting to see. They gave you like disposable coffee cups instead of having mugs available. Uh They did have the individual bath and shower materials were all the individual ones, not anything that was attached to the wall or anything. So it seems like they're really trying to avoid cross-contamination between parties. Yeah. Now, did they, I know DVC, you know, we don't usually get daily cleaning. Did that change at all? Did they, did they actually do a daily service of the room to clean it, even though you were on a DVC stay? They did not. They actually forgot to do our one main clean. Um, <laughs> But they did do a trash service for us and they um we just needed more towels. But yeah. so we were able to get those. Yeah, they came in to collect our trash once and that was the only time we really had a chance to talk with housekeeping. 
Interesting. What about food and restaurants and such? I know they've mostly been closed at the park now for a long time. Was was anything, or I guess what was open for you guys in terms of being able to dine or get food? The Captain Cook's was open mm-hmm. and we did go there. They had a limited menu. We were devastated that they didn't have pork nachos, which is like a tradition <laughs> for my family. Yeah. <laughs> They had some things available to you there. The Dole Whip uh, Pineapple Nanai was open, which surprised me mm-hmm. very pleasantly. The pool bar in the main pool area was open, but nothing in the quiet pool area was open. And then Kona Cafe was open, but they also had a um, trimmed down menu. We didn't eat there. We just mainly stuck to some quick service places. So, so yeah, so the biggies were still closed, right? Like Ohana still closed. Um, yeah, yeah. On the transportation front, you mentioned the buses. Was the monorail running at this point? Could you move between resorts on the monorail? You could not. The monorail, I think, is reopening with the parks uh-huh. reopening. Yep. Uh, we did see them on the last day testing one of the monorails, and it was just going back and forth from the TTC to the poly and back. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're starting to reopen that. Both the monorail, we saw the Skyliner running, but with nobody on it. So it seems like they're slowly working to reopen these other forms of transportation. Aside from Disney Springs, it sounds like, or I think I saw your family did some, maybe some like putt-putt golfing and stuff like that. You know, what 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 other kinds of activities were available on property for your family? Yeah, we went mini golfing and it was great. I would recommend reserving a tea time if you can. So they're offering that for the Fantasia Gardens course. When we got there, we just had to wait a little bit, but I'm assuming as more and more resorts open, that could become a longer wait. So it'd be nice just to have a reservation. So we did that and then Disney Springs. And that was mainly, it was a very chill trip. And we went down with the expectation of not doing a whole lot. We'd spent a lot of time by the pool. We went to Disney Springs three times and it was different every time in regards to crowds and how everything was working. You know, to go back for actually to go back for transportation for just one second. So we know the monorail's down, some bus service is going on. Did, did you notice or use any of the other services like Lyft or the minivans or anything like that? Did you notice if they were up and running? The minivans are not running. Mm-hmm. I do know that. And we passed the bus area where all the buses and the minivans are sleeping until they decide to reopen. So we didn't use any rideshare services since we had the car down there from driving down. Yeah, to my understanding, the minivans will not be an option. From what I've been reading, mm-hmm. they won't be an option for the foreseeable future. Yeah, it's a bummer. We love the minivans when we go. Um, <laughs> uh, did you? I'm also curious, did you happen to see, I mean, sometimes they'll have characters out at the different resorts. Did they have anybody out? I'm assuming not, but did you see anyone? They did not. The only place I think they're at right now, which I'm sure you know, but is at Topolino's mm-hmm. at the Riviera. I didn't see anybody. Wasn't expecting to, but yeah. 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 Did you venture to any of the other resorts while you were there? We did. We went to Old Key West because they had a similar pork nacho variety <laughs> at their quick service. <laughs> and um, I understand you got to you so, got to fulfill the family family traditions however you can. I get it. <laughs> had to do it some way. Yeah. And so we were surprised because we had been reading that you couldn't travel from place to place without a dining reservation, but apparently that was lifted for most resorts. We were able to go into Old Key West without having like a sit down table service dining reservation. We just told them we wanted to check out their quick service and they let us in. It was very nice there. It was very quiet. Not a lot of people there at the time for sure. Then my mom went to the boardwalk and she said it was very, very empty there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Those were the two. Yeah. Those would be the two. 
So you've mentioned Disney Springs a few times. So it sounds like you went over there a couple of times during your stay. What what was it like over there? I've I've heard some also some information about kind of signage conflicting at the between the resorts and Disney Springs or even within Disney Springs. But so you know what what was it like over there? How big of a crowds were you seeing? You know what kinds of things were open versus not? You know that sort of thing. Yeah, we. Every time you go in, so we parked, we parked at like the Lime Garage, but they're taking everyone's temperature walking in now. And if you don't have a mask, they give you one. So that was reassuring. But the first day we went in was the Wednesday we came to the resort. It was very empty at Disney Springs. Everyone was wearing their masks. Everyone was social distancing. It wasn't a problem. Mm -hmm. It was Friday that was more concerning to me. And, you know, it was a weekend night. So we were anticipating that. But it was extremely crowded, like any normal year, summer night on a weekend at Disney Springs. And most people had their masks on, but there wasn't like a designated area for anybody who wasn't wearing a mask if they grabbed something to eat or something like that. So there were just people kind of sitting wherever on the ledges with their masks down. The stores never filled to capacity while we were there. So we were able to just enter. We didn't have to do the QR code thing that some people have had to do. Uniqlo did close midday on one of the days we were there. So they closed at like 1 p.m. And then they're remaining closed with the recent increase in Florida COVID cases. Mm -hmm. So it seems like some stores might be taking that direction. But the Disney ones themselves were remaining open. Everything's up until 10. And within the stores themselves, there are like a lot of reminders to social distance yourself. But that was probably the biggest thing I saw not being followed. Not the mask wearing, but the idea that you also have to distance yourself from other groups. You know, there are people cutting in front of you to try and like grab a hat or something, Mm -hmm. which is just normal. But we're not living in a normal time. So have people remember that. You mentioned the screening to get into Disney Springs, the temperature screen. Did they do anything at the resort when you came in to you know take temperatures or anything like that? They did not. And I was anticipating it. So that was another surprising thing. Restaurants, I'm assuming, were mostly, if not entirely, closed over Disney Springs? A lot of them were actually open. Um, We ate at a couple different places. So, like, the Deluxe Burger is mobile app order only, but you can sit inside. We ate at Earl of Sandwich. And there are certain, like, tables that you can't use within the establishments, Mm -hmm. but you can sit in there. Anytime there was like a beverage station that you would normally go fill your cup yourself, there's now like an attendant working it and you tell them what you would like and they fill it up for you. Mm -hmm. But most of the restaurants, I would venture to say, were open. Jock Lindsay's closed while we were there, but that was because of the Florida, the new mandate about bars closing and they fit the criteria to have to close. Were the servers doing anything different in terms of food delivery, order taking, anything like that? So for the order taking themselves, like we didn't eat anywhere that was a table service where we would be waited on. It was mainly quick service. And it was the same thing with the plexiglass and everyone was wearing a mask. It it was basic. It seemed pretty standard between the resort and Disney Springs as far as the protections the cast members were taking. And how was the signage in terms of, I know they've got different kinds of signage around where to stand, you know, that sort of thing. Did, did Did it feel clear and understandable and that sort of stuff? It was a little confusing. So for example, to get the Disney masks, there's one place that you can get them in Disney Springs and that's at the co-op, but it's not very clear that 
there's a line going to the side of one of the buildings in the specific places you should stand to get there. And so there are cast members there to guide in those cases. But there were, I think the cast members are in a difficult position because they don't want to be the people to tell other people, no, what you're doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. Like no one wants to be that guy. I mean, (laughs) I worked for Disney and I had to confiscate someone's selfie stick once. And it was like a traumatic experience for me because I felt so bad. But um, but we thank you for doing it. it. We thank you for doing oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. But, so it's, it's a hard, you don't want to like make someone's trip non-magical, but I, I would like to see people more willing to call people out. I imagine once it's really hot, like we went to Disney Springs at night. I don't know if during the day, everyone was still wearing their masks. Um, yeah. And it's going to be a challenge. And I think in order to really help contain things, people are going to have to be stricter in enforcing these messages and enforcing the social distancing in places like stores that are typically more open. I don't know how hot it got during your trip. And I've heard different people sort of say, you know, gosh, wearing these masks at Disney is going to be really tough when it's hot in the summertime. But, you know, did you find that to be an uncomfortable thing? Did you notice the heat impacting your ability to keep the mask on, that sort of thing? Uh, So we were questioning whether or not we should go to Universal for a day while we were down since Universal was open. But um, since we were wearing the masks around the Poly property, that felt uncomfortable. And that really swayed our decision to not do it because it does. It's not like you can't breathe. Right. But I don't like the idea of, oh, I can't breathe with masks. You can, but it's not the most comfortable. Like the Disney masks that they have right now are cloth. I found them to be even hotter than some of the masks that I had brought with me. And I ended up using just a normal, like light blue thin mask because I found it to be the most comfortable. But I can see after a while, you know, you're sweating under there. You have like the sweat mustache going on. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. It it gets hard. And it's not something like if this was your one Disney trip that you were going on, I would say to hold off because it's not going to be the same. And there will be something. It it won't be as comfortable. For some people who maybe live in Florida, that's not as much of a big deal, but from someone who comes from a slightly cooler state and forms of weather, it, it was, it wasn't the most comfortable. I think even the people who live in Florida, I have a friend who lives there and he's like, you people are crazy for going out in the middle of the day. We do our exercise early in the morning and then we stay in the air conditioning until it cools off. So yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure they'll they'll find much comfort there either. A couple other questions here. So I'm curious on the buses, do you have a sense of how full they were running the buses while you were there? So we didn't use the buses, but the buses, I have seen some information on them. I saw the inside of one of them and they are, there are like partitions on the buses. Mm. So there are, I think six groups can go on at once and no matter how many like people are in your group. So, and they're all like each of the little stations on the bus are numbered as to where you would go. Okay. Yeah, I saw something similar with the monorails recently that they were putting partitions yeah. up in the cars. Yeah, yeah. And hand sanitizer. Oh, everywhere. Every, hand sanitizer <laughs> is everywhere? Yeah, that I would expect. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's what, yeah. Um. So for the buses, I, I would imagine that's going to be a challenge when um the parks reopen. So I would imagine that being patient is going to be very important. But in regards to hand sanitizer, it was definitely everywhere. It was kind of like, you know, when you're in the parks and you can find a trash can every so many feet. It's the same with hand sanitizer stations. 
Did you have a chance to, I'm curious, did you talk to anyone else there sort of outside of your party, either other people visiting or other or cast members? And, did, you know, did they have any reactions to what was going on that you thought were particularly interesting? We talked to some cast members. The cast member who helped us with our magic bands, she was wonderful and she was just so perky and so excited to be there. The cast member at the Deluxe Burger was very open with us and saying that he needed to go back to work because his unemployment hadn't like kicked in in Florida. So he was very grateful to go back to work, but that he would not be going into the parks or anything Mm -hmm. because he is worried about people at home. And there was another cast member in um, the Christmas store in Disney Springs who was showing. He explained that he was very nervous about the mass amounts of people who are coming. I, I really feel for the cast members because they are going to be in a very difficult position and so many of them really needed to come back to work since Mm -hmm. the Florida unemployment didn't kick in for a a lot of them Mm -hmm. but there's also that but at what point does safety outweigh that and they seem to feel pretty safe the majority of cast members seem to be happy I wasn't sure what to expect I wasn't sure you know you're supposed to be smiley and happy when you work for but sometimes when real life is so big right now and there's so many going on outside of Disney World that can affect you. And the large majority, I would say, were grateful to be there. The other part, the families that we didn't talk to any personally, but I didn't see anybody who was unhappy to be there. I didn't see anybody who was complaining. I think there's this understanding that for right now, it's a new normal. Like it won't be like this forever, but for right now, this is how it's going to be. And so understanding that with patience and just saying thank you to the cast members, I think is very important. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, I think some of this stays with us long term, but which is good, right? I mean, like having hand sanitizer available out and about is great and having people be more conscious about how they're feeling and, you know, that sort of, that's all great. I hope they can get rid of the plexiglass at some point. So um, (laughs) you you mentioned earlier on that, you know, if this was going to be your one trip to Disney World, you might wait. And and I'm sort of curious, you know, the calculation here is a little different when you're a DVC member because the room is kind of, you know, paid for at the points and all that sort of stuff. But I'm curious curious about sort of taking the Disney vacation in this moment and how compromised you would find it as compared to, you know, a pre-COVID Disney experience. Yeah, I think it could perhaps be harder for the Disney veterans more than a lot of people who are more familiar with the parks because they know what they've come to expect Mm -hmm. and to be able to really turn off those expectations. And I will say it was easy for me not to miss the parks because I knew the parks weren't open. They weren't an option for me. Mm-hmm. At this time, when we went down, we knew we were just going to stay at the resort. But I think there'd be some like major FOMO if the parks were open and we weren't able to get in. Right. Or, you know, looking at what's open, like park hopping is done for right now. That's a, and I, understandably, but that's a huge thing that my family partakes in. Right. And having fast passes and what rides and what shows are available. Like most of the rides are available, but a lot of the shows aren't happening. A lot of the stores aren't opening. But at the same time, going to the poly, like I got that Disney kick that I needed. Like I got the little bit of pixie dust. I felt like we go once a year right now usually and it's something that we look forward to like more than anything and I still felt like it was different but we still got that little bit of Disney magic that like we really look forward to every year if you are if you're willing to take it easy at the resort if you're willing if you just want that more relaxed Disney vacation I would say to go for it the crowds aren't that big right now I'm I don't think they're gonna be 
huge as the parks reopen because of the reservation system. Mm-hmm. But if you are someone who goes really hard in the parks and they're from dawn until however late they're open and rides everything, you know, it's not going to be the same and you might want to hold off. Yeah, it's. It, I think you make a really good point around if this is going to be your family's once in a lifetime trip to Disney World, I might wait. Right. Um, I, I think for those of us who go often and know what it was like, yeah, there'll be things that we miss, but maybe it's that just the little jolt of Disney that you need. Right. <laughs> um, just recognize the experience isn't going to be what it used to be. But I, I, I do think that that calculation around if this is your family's only trip to Disney World, this might not be the time to give it a go because you're going to there, there's going to be lots of stuff that's just not there or, or not happening. So I think that's a really good point. I think the burning question on everyone's mind, though, Brittany, is even if you couldn't get the pork nachos, could you find Ohana bread pudding anywhere? <laughs> no, you couldn't. For shame. <laughs> so do you guys have any plans to go back anytime soon or, or did you get your Disney fix and you're going to wait until things sort of start to get back to a little bit better normal before you go back? We are eagerly hoping to return next summer. Yep. So I have sisters who are in school. I work in a school. My mom works in a school. So summer is typically the time that works the best for us. We're planning on next summer. We're hoping to take maybe a longer stay if the parks are a little more open to us. We're nervous that we wouldn't be able to get park tickets with how everything is currently. I would be very surprised if we didn't go next year. Was there anything about the trip we didn't talk about, Brittany, that really stood out for you? I don't think so. Just like be prepared. The masks are uncomfortable, but you got to do it. Just be prepared to be patient and that it's going to be a different type of trip if you go. And I see a lot of people complaining online saying like, well, if Disney's going to do this. I don't want to go. And that's totally valid. Like, don't go if it's not the experience that you want or will find enjoyable. But I think it's just about having that open mind. No, for sure. And how, and how long have you guys been back from your trip now? We have been back for two days. Oh, okay. Well, I hope everyone yeah. continues to be safe and healthy after the trip. That might be, I don't know if that's a little nerve wracking for you guys wondering if everyone's <laughs> going to stay healthy over the next two weeks. But yeah, yeah I, I hope everyone stays safe and healthy. And Brittany, it's it's been really great talking to you. Thank you for coming on and sharing your experience. I know there were lots of people interested in hearing about what it's been like to go down and visit the park. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing it. Of course. Thank you for having me. Well, I hope you found that to be interesting. I was curious to know what it was like to head down to the resorts while the parks weren't open, just to hear what Disney's put in place in terms of safety measures. You you read about it, but I don't think you can fully understand it or appreciate it until you hear it from somebody and how they experienced it. So I just, I really appreciate Brittany coming on and sharing the experience that her family had at the resorts and at Disney Springs. Uh, And it's just really interesting to hear. If you're out there listening and you're planning to head down to the parks or when the cruise lines start back up again, if you're planning to take a cruise, We would really love to hear from you. We'd love to keep sharing these experiences of people to just sort of understand what it's like and if people are staying safe, feeling safe, and feeling like Disney is sort of doing the the right thing at the moment. So feel free to reach out to us at dclduo at gmail.com if you've got questions or comments or want to be a guest on the show or talk about any of these issues. We'd love to hear from you. With that, I just want to thank you for listening to this special bonus episode this week. And just a quick reminder that the DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney 
Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Walt Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night. Bye.